This is Health Yeah, your weekly update on what's going on in the health, wellness, and medical world with Monica Robbins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Health Yeah, your place for clear, concise medical health and wellness information. I'm Monica Robbins. In the wake of the Texas school shooting, there has been a lot of talk about mental health and especially relating to kids. I had a chance to catch up with Dr. Carolyn Landis of Rainbow Babies and Children's Hospital to talk to her about her perspective and the concern that mental health among young people may be the next pandemic. One of the things that scares me talking to professionals like you is that the pandemic shined a big light on mental health. And we know this mental health issues could be the next pandemic, especially among young people. So from that aspect, what do you want parents to be aware of? Because it may not be easy to get an appointment with someone like you, or if they're noticing something's not quite right. I think that that is where we're focusing now as a field. And I'm working a lot in pediatric disaster response and preparedness at the federal level right now. I'm on a couple, there's a pediatric pandemic network that Rainbow just got a huge grant to be part of. And what we're doing is looking at trying to work with, for example, pediatricians to try to screen for and initially start treating depressed mood, for example. And we actually just had an echo series over this fall that we're still doing to train other people because there's not enough mental health providers. So who else can we get involved? Can we have pediatricians who can see at least on a yearly basis, if not more with acute visits and regularly screen for depressed mood, suicidality, things like that, and know how to take initial steps and how to do, we talk about cognitive behavioral therapy light or something, you know, where they're starting to do things to start the process while kids are trying to find and parents are trying to find providers like me. So I think that we do have to expand these services and expand our screening in the schools for pediatricians and start treatment even in the schools also. And to have groups, it might not all be individuals. I've heard some of these groups in schools is a great idea also. What would you like to see Congress do relating to mental health come from the events of the last two weeks? In my dream world, I would like for those services to be available at school and in primary care. I want to see people embedded in the pediatrician offices. So you would have psychologists, you would have social workers, like a professional counselor. So when you go in, you know, for your sore throat or whatever, you can make an appointment with someone there too. They should be at all points of contact for our children and maybe houses of worship or other places like where else do kids regularly come upon adults that can screen for and get help for them and have more group treatment because I don't think we have enough But, you know, we don't have enough resources for every child to have regular psychotherapy every hour or something like that. So we really need to be creative and come up with this. And I think some of these participatory and hands-on learning experiences um, are helpful, too. Like they're doing more things, for example, outside, you know, trying to do things that are therapeutic for groups of kids, empowering and therapeutic um, and supportive for them in that way. How concerned are you about social media and the impact it's having, especially among teenagers and middle schoolers and bullying and 
what are the warning signs that those parents may need to be watching for? I think it is so challenging for parents now because they want to monitor what their child is on, but they also want to honor their independence. And children, teenagers are becoming like so protective of their online presence and so protective of their phone. I mean, I've had kids that become, become literally homicidal if they have their phone taken away from them. So, I mean, it's a huge area for parent-child conflict and I help parents and kids with this a lot. I feel like parents and kids need to work together democratically to figure out how to set limits and how to come to agreements as to where you'll use your phone, you know, what will you do, what social media sites and things like that. And it's really an ongoing process that it might be helpful to have someone like me um, as part of that process, because it can create huge amounts of conflict. Do you think those are the problems? I mean, I'm not going to blame the phone and the social media, uh -huh. but I don't personally think they're helping. Do you think that some regulation needs to be placed on any of these um, sites? Well, I think that part of the problem is you can't take away these two because some of my patients, in fact, many of them, their social support is via the internet. Like they might not have a single friend geographically close to them. They're people they've connected with over the internet and maybe even while playing video games or things like that. And I have patients who become suicidal when their phone is taken away from them because they cannot text and have contact with their friends. And now because of the pandemic, people are not seeing each other in person as much. So I don't think the answer is to cut off contact or limit things where, oh, you only have a certain number of hours per day or things like that. It's kind of like, how are they using it? When are they using it? Who are they in contact with? What is their behavior like? I mean, it's so complicated that I don't think we can legislate it. Please find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monica Robbins. Like and follow my Facebook page, Monica Robbins WKYC. Subscribe and find video podcasts on my YouTube channel, Monica Robbins. Until next time, have a healthy week. Thanks for listening to Health Yeah! with Monica Robbins from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and on the WKYC app.